Something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. closet. An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space, space. space to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped boat neck sweaters. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha, through October 13th. The Container Store, where space comes from. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dikewood Mills. Dikewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dikewood Mills. That draws us to You may be seated. Exodus 14 and verse 27. Now, what it is is that I want to share and help us in our prayer time in relation to what I am the seven principles that I'm sharing with you today. I'm going to continue on seven great principles that you need in your life. And these seven great principles are seven great principles for a supernatural life. Supernatural life. How many want your life to be above natural? Supernatural means out of the ordinary. Ordinary lives are what you are born into, but God can make your life and the many things about you super normal, supernatural, above natural. All right? So, in Exodus 14, verse 27, and Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea. And the sea returned to his strength when the morning appeared. And the Egyptians fled against it. And the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Your enemies will be overthrown in the name of Jesus. And the waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the host of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. And there remained not so much as one of them. Not even one of those demonic powers fighting against you, not even one will be left in Jesus' name. Verse 29. But the children of Israel walked upon dry land in the midst of the sea. You'll be walking in the most amazing places that you never thought you would ever walk in. 
the prophecy you believe is the prophecy that is going to happen practically in your life. Amen. And the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. Whatever should have killed you is rather going to turn out for your good. Because they were supposed to drown by the waters that were all around them. And I tell you, it must have been a frightening night as they walked through. Because those who couldn't swim, if the waters were to just come, it would not be a small thing at all. And even if you can swim, I tell you, it would, have, it would be like Akosombo Dam falling on you. Yeah, because very high, you know, sometimes it's so, so, so deep, you know, hundreds of feet, hundreds of meters up. So even, even water up to this height, it has so much energy, you know, potential energy. You know what potential energy is? What is potential energy? The energy that you get by virtue of what? It's position. The height. Yes. So that's the potential energy. So the energy of the water up there, by the time it comes down, you get it, it's converted into potential, kinetic, and then electrical energy. Those who are doing management studies, you will not understand these things. So that level of potential energy up there, ready to fall on you, pray about it. Whatever was intended to be a killer, I proclaim, I proclaim, I proclaim, it is your life giver. 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 God has called me to proclaim good news and proclaim liberty to the captives. So part of your blessing in the service is to hear the proclamation. Because you know what Jesus said? Proclaim liberty to them that are captive. So proclamations... Yes, are very important to proclaim. Proclaim. He says, you shall proclaim liberty to them that are captive. Hallelujah. So I'm proclaiming over your life that the wall of water which should have been the end of you is rather going to be a blessing over your life. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, notice verse 30. Thus, the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore. Now, your enemy will not see you dead. You will see your enemy dead. I said your enemy will never attend your funeral 
to look at your face and say, you see now, you see where you are. I proclaim and declare that you will rather see your enemy dead and your enemy will not see you dead. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whatever has tormented you and squeezed you, is there somebody who has experienced some squeezing and pressure Huh? You see how the Egyptians were pressurizing the Israelites, isn't it? Fighting them, making them work so hard, struggling with them. Now, what does the Bible say in verse 13? Israel saw the tormentors, the punishers, the squeezers. The taskmasters, they were now dead upon the shore. I prophesy, you shall see the things that are squeezing you and fighting you. I proclaim you shall see them dead in Jesus' name. The prophecy you believe is the prophecy you are going to experience. Amen. Now, Exodus chapter 15, verse 1. Wow. Before we look at uh, that, I want you to see Isaiah 61, verse 1 and verse 2. It says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted and to proclaim, to proclaim liberty. So there is an anointing to proclaim and to declare. So I am constantly declaring your freedoms, your liberties, your victories over the works of darkness. And that is very important to just hear. It's just important to hear it because it's a proclamation. And the, the Lord, this is what Jesus came to do. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach. But apart from the preaching, he has anointed me to heal. Apart from the healing, he has anointed me to... What, has, what have you done? Preach good tidings. And to proclaim liberty to the captives. Amen. Proclaim liberty to the captives. So whatever is squeezing you, I proclaim over your life that you are set free from that. And you will see your enemy dead on the seashore. Verse 2 of this Isaiah 61. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. 
You see, so that is, that is the meaning of this. It's like you are, you are there to proclaim things that it's a good year. So that is why we proclaim it's a year, this year is a year of what? Good things. Yeah, so the proclamation is very important. It's not just preaching. Preaching is one, healing. If it was all the same thing, then you say the preaching is one, the healing is the same as preaching. This is the same as they buying up. The, but they are all different things. So preaching is one thing, but proclaiming. So that is why those who respect this principle, they would go like when um, Joseph was about to die, uh, Jacob was about to die, Joseph took his two children, Manasseh and Ephraim, to his father. And then his father put his hand on this one and proclaimed, and he put his hand on it. And his cousin, no, no. This is the younger. Don't say that about the younger one. Don't proclaim such a thing on the young one. And he said, no, I know what I'm doing. This is a younger one. And I'm proclaiming these things on this one. So proclaiming things is a very spiritual event. And the more you sit under powerful proclamations the more your life is being delivered. Why, why do you think in Mark chapter 1, when Jesus went to preach there, the first, one of his first sermons, a demon shouted. Meanwhile, Jesus hadn't said, I bind any demon. But the demon shouted, let us alone. Let us alone. Mark 1 verse 24. Let us alone. Which is even the rare number. Leave us alone. Meanwhile, you see what was he doing in verse 23? There was in the synagogue and he cried out. Look at verse 22. Jesus went there to preach. They were astonished at his doctrine. So he was teaching. He was speaking the word. But with authority. It caused an immediate reaction. Demon shouted, hey, leave us. Leave us. How many realize that as you keep coming to church, nobody even prays for you, but you see that you are changing. Something is changing your life. Yeah. That's how it is. Because the, the word of God is a sword. So as I'm speaking, swords are flying in the spirit. So you can, of course, expect, I mean, you can't do something to somebody without the person saying, Ajay. So the demons also shouted, Ajay! Every demonic power in your life will be shouting Ajay from today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now after you are born again, your life will become, must become supernatural. Not, uh, you're not going to have a normal life anymore. No, your life will be supernatural. Receive it in Jesus' name. I proclaim a supernatural life over your whole life from today to the day that you die will be supernatural. Receive it in Jesus' name. And I'm going to give you seven great principles to a supernatural life after you are born again. But I want you to see now, this scripture that we just read in Exodus 14 underline this particular point. 
all right, verse 30, thus the Lord, Exodus 14, verse 30, thus the Lord saved Israel that day. You see, God has saved you. You are born again. All right, you, you are saved. It's exactly what God did to the Israelites was he saved them. You are saved from the Egyptians. The demons that were going to finish you off, they can't finish you off anymore. Hallelujah. The Lord saved Israel that day. So you are saved this day. You are saved on that day. You are saved now. And from now, you are going to experience a supernatural life. Now, in Exodus 15, all right, they started singing praises as soon as they were saved. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider has he thrown into the sea. Whatever represents a spiritual horse that is following you. You know, in Revelation, he said, I saw a horse and he that sat on him was death, a pale horse. And the one who rider on it was death. What death is, full, is, is coming is thrown into the sea. I command it be thrown into the sea in Jesus' name. And verse 2. The Lord is my strength and my song. I think these are, these are all songs. Are they not all songs? And we all Christians know songs with these words. The horse and the rider has he thrown into the sea. Is that not a song like that? Horse and the rider. I will sing unto the Lord for he has won a glorious fight. The horse and rider thrown into the sea. Beautiful. And verse 2 we say, the Lord is my strength and my soul. He has become my salvation. Is that what the He song has become my salvation. He has become my salvation. The Lord is my strength. He has become my salvation. He has become my salvation. He has become, he has become your salvation. Saving you from the arms of Satan. The Lord is my strength and my song and my song. And then verse 3 says, the Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Amen. Pharaoh's chariots and his host has he cast into the sea. His chosen captains also are drowned into the Red Sea. Amazing. The depths have covered them. And they sank into the bottom as a stone. Your enemies will sink deeper and deeper by the power of God. 
and they will never be seen again in Jesus' name. I proclaim liberty to every captive situation. Amen. Verse 6. Thy right hand, O Lord, is become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, has dashed in pieces the enemy. Now, your enemy is divided into many small pieces. Verse 7. And in the greatness of thine excellency, thou hast overthrown them that rose up against thee. Thou sentest for thy watch thy wrath and consumed them as stubble. God has declared it. He will do it in your life. I declare a covering over your life. Divine protection. Whatever you fear and whatever has made you afraid and whatever you are afraid of, God has scattered them and overthrown them in Jesus' name. Verse 8. We are just about to pray a short prayer, but very important prayer. And I want to give you this background of your salvation. And with the blast of thy nostrils, the waters were gathered together. Ah, when God blew his nose, mm, the waters were gathered together. And the flood stood upright as a heap. And the depths were congested in the heart of the sea. Whatever is unimaginable. God is doing it now in your life in Jesus name the enemy said I will pursue and I will overtake and I will divide the spoil my last shall be satisfied upon them I will draw my sword and my hand shall destroy them this is what your enemy is planning on Shout God for pain. The enemy has said, I will overtake you. I will divide the spot. My last, like my desire shall be satisfied. Huh. And my hand shall destroy them. Whoever is having a meeting. I said, whoever is having a meeting. And your name has come up. As something that must be destroyed and fought against. I stamp it out in the name of Jesus. By the power of God, that meeting is declared scattered. In Jesus' name. Every decision that has been taken against you, I speak confusion into that decision. In Jesus' name. Verse 10. I'm proclaiming liberty. But thou didst blow with thy wind. And the sea covered them. And they sank as lead. In the mighty waters. Your enemy will become heavier. Heavier than he even knows. Now, the verse we are looking for is verse 11, the next verse. Who is like unto thee? Huh? Oh Lord, among the gods, 
who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders, doing wonders, doing wonders. This is the God that we are serving, a God who is doing wonders, wonders, wonders. You know, who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? I mean, how can you cut a branch of a tree and say that it is your God? God forbid. Can you have a stone and say the stone is your God? How can a river pass by and you say it's a God? Who is like unto thee? Oh Lord, in your life, who is like unto thee? Who in this world is like God in your life? Among the gods. Who is like thee? Glorious. In holiness. And by the way. Holiness doesn't mean not fornicating. God is not having a problem with fornication. I beg you. I beg you. Let us try to improve our understanding of holiness. Okay. Yes. Who is like unto thee? Glorious in holiness. Fearful in praises. Fearful in praises. Doing wonders. I see someone standing in your midst. Doing wonders. So your life is declared a life full of wonders. Because you have a God who does wonders. As your God. Stand up everybody and I want us to ask God that the supernatural aspect of God should begin to operate in your life. Begin to pray. Lord, you are a God fearful in holiness, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises. Yes, Jesus. Do wonders in my life. Do wonders. Do wonders in my life. Do wonders. Let my life become supernatural. Rebe Indolomo, Zigara, Chile Menegomo, Nagavali, Balo, 
listen as we close this time of prayer. I want you to listen. In Acts 4, verse 14, it says, And when they heard these things, all right, they said, Oh God, oh God. Verse 29, Behold, they are threatening. And grant to thy servants Hallelujah. that with all boldness yes. they may speak thy word. Yes. Verse 30. By stretching forth your hand to heal, that signs and wonders should be done. So it's a very biblical prayer to pray for signs and wonders. Wow. Supernatural interventions in your life. Hallelujah. I don't want your life to go like. Maybe normally a girl who is like you will marry at this time and with this type of person and in this way and have this kind of no in supernatural yes interventions yes in your life Jesus maybe if you are to do business you sell black and white or you sell sardines or whatever this is how your life will be and this is how you I'm talking about Lord glorious in the holiness Hallelujah. fearful in praises. Doing wonders. Hallelujah. Lift your hand. Begin hey. to do wonders. Shall come on. Stretch forth your hand, Lord. Shady Abacosa. Do wonders. Stretch out your hand, oh God. Hey. Wonders in my life. Do wonders in my life. Yes, Lord. Do wonders in my life. Supernatural. Supernatural. Yes, Lord. I thank you. Hey. Kasuma Namaya, Lord. Kasuma Namaya, Lord. Hey. Doing wonders, oh God, in our lives. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Wonders, Lord. Wonders, Lord. Supernatural interventions, yeah. supernatural injections, yes. supernatural involvement in our lives. 
is all that we are asking for. We are asking, we, we, we see the need and we are asking for your intervention in our health, in our family lives, in our characters, our personalities, our finances, our crisis, our troubles, our problems, what is worrying us, what makes us cry, what makes us pray, what makes us humbled. We pray about it, O oh God. Intervene by your great supernatural power. Do wonders in every life. Everyone listening, everyone watching, everyone out there, everyone here, do wonders. And let and give us many great testimonies. I thank you that the proclamations made on every life shall surely come to pass. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Wow. What a blessing. Are you excited to be in church today? All right. You are going to have testimonies of the great things God has done in your life. And people are going to discuss you at home. They'll be, they'll be discussing your life. And some of them will say you are lucky. But they don't know that it's not about luck. That is, there's someone who does wonders. And he is in your life. His name is Jehovah. Hallelujah. So expect from today supernatural involvement. Now, whatever makes you unhappy, how many notice there has always been something that doesn't make you happy? Raise your right hand if it, it, there's always something, you know, no matter. How good even things seem to be. There seems to be something niggling somewhere that doesn't make you happy. Uh, there are people who have money, but they don't have a wife or they don't have a husband. Sometimes those have a wife or a husband, they don't have money. You know, it's like there's always something that is trying to make life some way for you. Isn't it? Yeah. Maybe things are going well physically but not spiritually. Things are going well spiritually but not physically. Today, receive an impartation of a doing wonders God in your life. By the time this service is over, whatever remains... As a standing, you know, there are some things that when you, it's like when you finish, it's still there. Today is going in Jesus' name. The prophecy you believe is the one that is coming to pass in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? Oh, do it better for the Lord. Are you happy to be here at the prophetic encounter service? Give the Lord a shout of praise. The Bible says in Psalm 107 verse 2, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, those he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Hallelujah. If God saves you, it's your responsibility to declare that he has saved you. 
Hallelujah. And today we are going to hear powerful testimonies about the power of God to save people's lives, to preserve people's lives, to deliver people from darkness into the kingdom of light. Hallelujah. I see you receiving a great change. If you believe it, shout ear. Our first testimony is from our sister lady, Pastor Dorothy Alote. Put your hands together for her as she testifies of how God redeemed her life. Put your hands together for her as she comes off stage. Our lady, Pastor Dorothy, what has God done for you? Amen. Amen. I want to testify to thank God for delivering me from death through the prayers of our prophet. Amen. Amen. About a month ago from work, I decided to pass through my bus center to visit some of my members. And I finished around 8 p.m. So then I decided to go home because I was hungry and then the next day too was watch and pray. So I wanted to get home early so that I can sleep and then wake up and pray. Now when I got, when I got to my junction, there's a spot at the junction. There were people around, like there were people at the spots and all that. But then I saw two guys on a motorbike at the junction. Two guys on a motorbike? Yes. This was around what time? Around 9, 9.20 to 9.30 thereabouts. So when I saw them, I became alert because I was aware of people being robbed by guys on a motorbike. So then, I mean, I, I just, I was still there for some time. I was studying what to do. But then I saw that they were going off where I was going. I was going this way and then they were going that way. So I decided to quickly walk and then get home before the guys come back again. So then I started to walk. I was walking very fast though. And on my way, I saw this guy. He looked like a passerby. He was also walking on the road. So I passed by him. I was like, oh, okay. But then when I saw the guy, within seconds, the guys on the motorbike, they were back on the road where I was again. And <laughs> at this point, I, I, I was walking really fast. And at a point, I started running. But then they started to follow me. Yes. <laughs> and then they came to park the, bike, the motorbike by me. And then one of the guys got off the motorcycle and then he asked me why I was running when I saw them. Then he lifted the machete. He just he had a machete. Yes. He lifted. He wanted to cut through my head with it. But then I lifted my hand. And miraculously, it, the, the, the cutlass went through my palm. It cut through this. I mean. The cutlass went through your palm. Yeah, the, the flesh. Wow. So then. And then he cut my, my right arm too for the strap of my back. So my back fell down. And when my bag fell down, they left me. They took they took my bag and then they they went away. But then I was I was close to the, the hospital. So then when they went off, I just ran into the hospital with blood all over my you hand. Are, you happened to be close to yes, the hospital. Yes, I happened to be close to very close to the hospital. So, so you I ran, into, ran the hospital. into the hospital. And then the nurse, I saw the nurse, the doctor in charge that came. And then let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Those that he has delivered from the hand of the enemy. May the Lord redeem you from every wicked and unreasonable man. Amen. Opie Dorothy, you said you believe it's because of a prophecy you heard in church. Yes. The Sunday before this attack. Yes. Yes, because that Sunday before the attack, the prophet was praying for us during communion. And then he prayed and extended our lives. by. He said that we were going to cross 70 with ease. And then he prayed particularly against sudden death. And then he prayed against all forms of targeting because the guy wanted to cut through my head with it, but then some way, somehow, you raised your hand. Yes, and the, it rather went through your palms. It just went. It could have been worse. I don't know why you are sitting down, but I thought you would stand to your feet and put your hands together for Jesus and give the Lord a shout of praise. 
for what he has done. Hallelujah. When she lifted up her hands, the, the knife, the, the, the machete could have severed her fingers. She could have lost her fingers, but all her fingers are intact. And, 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 and she's recovering. She's you said you're on physio right now. Yes, I'm on physio right now. And this thing, the splint is going off tomorrow. tomorrow I'll go to the hospital. Wow. They'll take it off. And my hand is healing by God. Oh, give the Lord a shout of praise. May you be preserved in the name of Jesus. Every plan of the enemy is supported in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Wow, Lady Pastor Dovey, thank you. Thank you for a powerful testimony. Put your hands together for her. Our second testimony is coming from our brother, Robert Naja from the Anakazo Bible and Ministry Training Center. Robert has experienced a great change in his life since he started coming to church. And he wants to tell us about it. Robert, tell us what has God done for you. Amen. Amen. Um, I want to testify about how God saved me from idol worship through a book of our prophet, How to Be Born Again and Avoid Hell. God saved you from what? Idol worship. The worship of idols. Yes, please. Tell us about it. So, um, I grew up in a village where my mother, my father, everybody in the village was into idol worship and you couldn't see a church to go. So I was like, okay, in the idol worship, I was into it. And Which village was this? Balagbini. Far. He said he grew up where? Balagbini. Say here. Yeah. And everybody in the village was an idol Everybody worshiper. in the village. It was only one church, Pentecost. And that church was like, on Sunday, only the pastor and then his wife comes to do the church. So we were like, we we're not interested in it. So we were all into the outdoor worship. Yes. Wow. Your whole family. Yes, everybody in the family. Mother's side, father's side, everybody was into idol worship. And, 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 and how did you come to know about Jesus? So hardly could you come from the village to town. Because that was where I believe you could get to know the word of God and to know Jesus. So when I completed, uh, we were only having class 1 to class 6 in the village alone. So when you finish the class 1 to class 6, then you come to town, the nearby town there. You continue JHS. After JHS, you go to SS to another town. So, so, so when I finished primarily, I was privileged to come to town because my father could have helped me to help him in the farm and not to go anywhere till I die. So when I finished uh, primarily, he said I should come to town to continue with the SH, uh, JHS. So when I, when I came to the town, there, one day I came from school, I was lying in the room because my father has a place where when we go to town, we sleep. So I was in the room and something occurred to me to go into the, my father's room. So when I entered the room, I, I saw a book torn into pieces lying on the ground. And the I was book like, was torn into pieces? Yes, and I could see the back cover was not there. It was very dirty. So I was like, let me take it and throw it away. So when I was about to throw it, I saw something boldly written, how to be born again and avoid hell. So my heart You saw something boldly written? Yes. How to be what? Born again and avoid hell. And avoid hell. Yes, so for the first time, my heart jammed. It was like, I didn't know, but when I opened the book, started reading, I started weeping because the thing Bishop was talking about, talking about the rich man in hell, the worms, the fire, the, he was talking, I was crying. And you had never heard about hell? Never, I've never heard the way Bishop explained. All you knew was were, were idols. idols. What idols. are some of the idols you were worshipping? We worship uh, Jabwin, which is the God for the woman, the family, and the children. Mercy. Yes, and then the, the, the second one was the Kupo, uh, which was the God for the whole family that we Mercy. were all seven. And then the last one was the, which was the fastest God that we all, I myself esteemed to get in for myself. Mercy. Was the, um, These were the gods you were worshipping. Yes. You had yes. never heard about Jesus. I have heard, but I was like, we are not in- interested. We, we, we were okay. Yes. We are just there. Yes. <laughs> May you hear about the word of Jesus today. May you be a career of the word of Jesus today. 
and he said the words of the book jammed at you because yes. you were bold in yes, how I, to be born again and avoid so hell. So that title alone, when I saw the title alone, I was started like, reading. Yes, I read. I, after reading, I was like, I have to find out where this man is. So I wrote, I look at it because there was no cover, the name was not there. So I look at the back and I saw the website. So I took only that keyword most out of there. So I took it and I went through the town and I was casting people. Um, whether they knew him. So somebody told me, oh, his church is just in a classroom here. He has wow. a church in a classroom. There was a church. There was a church pastored by Pastor Nyantachi, Pastor Jubin Nyantachi. Well, give church. the Lord a shout of praise. May you be a carrier of the blood of Jesus. You are the next person to take the word of the gospel to somebody. And you said, so that was your first time going to church. The first time. Well, Somebody was, told you that this man's church yes, is here. It's here. It's in a classroom. And when you went to the so church. So when I got to the church, there was um, this pastor. He was preaching this, a similar message from, like, a similar message. He was preaching hell. a similar a message. A similar message. And when he preached, I was like, no. this." I was. I, I, I felt the same thing I felt when I was in the episode. He, he, he said, after preaching, he said, if you want to give, I've never seen somebody do that. Said, come to me, lift up a hand and come to me to the front. I want wow. to pray with you and, so that you give your life to Jesus. Wow. So I ran to him and he prayed with me. So after I checked, he said I should wait for him. He has a gift for me. And he gave me a book on how to pray. And wow. that was how I got saved. And by the grace of God, as I'm standing here, my family, my mother, a lot of people in my family are saved. Oh, they are born again. Give the Lord a shout of yes, This is pure salvation. of the enemy. May God redeem your life in Jesus' name. So now your whole family is saved. My family, I mean, a lot of them, they are born again that I can boldly say this one is born again, he's born again, he's born again. So the things you used to do, you do them no more. I don't do them The idols you used to serve, you no. do them. You serve them no more. No, one day. Is this a great change? I said, is this a great change? Then shout, yes! Wow. Robert, so what do you have to say? So I want to say to our prophet that he should please keep on writing the books because because of his book I was in the village somewhere and the book got to me and I'm saved by the grace of God today so I want to say the prophet keep on writing the books as many books as you can write keep on writing the books and I believe that somebody in the village somewhere like me will be saved through your books so keep on writing your books I'm really blessed by your books and I'm here to confess and to say thank you very much wow. for thinking about me oh, somewhere the in the village praise. put your hands together for the Lord and put your hands together for a powerful testimony Wow, what a blessing. Nash, come. What town? Um, from Ejra. Ejra no, what town was your village? Uh, Palagbeni. And yeah. then the town you went to? Jomokuma. Jomokuma. Yes, please. And the name of the reverend was? He was a bishop and Bishop David Ashong. Wow, yes, put please. your hands together for Jesus. May you be a carrier. And, and what amazes me, near where? Where is it near? It's near Ashanti region, Ejra, okay. Ashanti region. Near Ejra. Yes. Near Ejra in yes. the Ashanti region. Yes, please. This brother says he's from, I can't pronounce it, he's from? Balakibini. That's Balakibini. right. Yes. Balakibini. It's, a, it's, a, village, it's yeah. a village where you can count almost all the houses. You can count almost all the, a car comes there once in a week, that is on Monday. We don't have, yes. And there was no church there. No, there was, there was only there one was church. There was no area of the blood of Only Pentecost, yes. Only Pentecost. <laughs> only Pentecost. Let's see. That is why he's in the prestigious Anakazo Bible and Ministry Training Center today. That is why he's giving his life to save Jesus. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. Boss says, I, I, I thus judge, judge, if one man died, 
then all have died. Therefore they that live shall henceforth no longer live to themselves, but they shall live to the Son of God who died for them and gave his life for them. Our second testimony is from my sister Lillian Adontin. She has also experienced a great change. Put your hands together for her as she comes up stage. Wow. Lillian, what has God done for you? I want to thank God so much for the great thing he has done in my life through the teachings of our father about honoring fathers. About honoring your father. Yes, please. For 15 years, I had not seen my father. And I don't know where he lives, where he's from, anything. We don't have any contact because my mom has told us he's a wicked father. He didn't take care of us. He's a bad father. And also, we went to see a prophet. Don't say, hey, it's a popular school of thought. Haven't you heard of it before? Yeah. Allow her to share her testimony. So my mom took us to church and went to see a prophet. And the prophet told us that our father is a wizard. Mercy. So when we came home, my mom told us that when we look, when we go and look for our father, our father would chew us up. So we were all scared not to look for our father. But so you had never seen your father before? No, for 15 years now. Mercy. 10 years. Yeah, so we didn't know what to do. So I also came to uh, join First Love in 2015 and I heard daddy preaching about how you have to honor your father, whether he took care of you, whether he paid your school fees, whether he's poor, whatever your and father is. the problem is, is that you don't even know your father to even honor him. Yes, where he stays and I don't know anything about that. So the message was like for me, but I didn't know what to do. So I stayed counseling and I went to see the matron of Anakazu. That's Mama G. You went and to see who? The matron of Anakazu. The matron of Anakazu. Yes. Who? Mama G. Mama G. Is Mama G in the house? Wow, give the Lord a shout of praise. And, wow. and she encouraged me that it is the right thing to do. Bishop have been preaching about this for a long time. So you have to go and see your father. So I took a journey and I went to look for my father. And someone showed me where he lives. So when I went there, I knocked the door and my father came out. And he asked me, who are you looking for? Mercy. And who are you? So he could not identify me. And I identified myself to him. And he was very surprised to see me there. So when he looked at my face, he, he didn't know what to do. He was happy. He was sad. He was just there looking at me. So we sat, we sat down and we talked. And he was trying to apologize. Oh, forgive me for not taking care of you. Forgive me for not. I said, no, no, no. I have to apologize. That's why I've come. I have to give you the wow. That's why I come. So before leaving, I gave him something I brought and plus some money. So I went there on Saturday. So on Sunday, he called me and said, Lillian, I thank you so much for coming to show me this. And I didn't expect it. That's why I was shocked. I couldn't talk much. But for what you've done, I, I went to church and the money you brought, I gave some as a tithe and I've blessed you. Among my children, you are blessed. The blessing that the father needs to give a child, I've given it to you. And he knelt down and said he cried. If you don't want the blessing of your father, what do you want? What else do you want in life? Stand to your feet and give the Lord a shout of praise. You said your dad says he has blessed you from his intestines. He kneeled down and he said he cried in church and he blessed me from his intestines. That I'm a blessed child. A blessing that father needs to give to his child. He has given all to me. And I was very surprised when he said all this. I was like, amen. But I didn't know. But all of a sudden, I felt like something has left me. And from that day on, my life is moving forward. Everything is going on. Your life is moving forward. forward. Everything Everything is going on well. Yes, but the most surprising part of all this is my mom, who didn't want us to go and see my father. He just called my father last week and went to visit my father. Your mom too has got to see your father. Give her a shout of praise. God wanted to restore a broken family. 
but it started with a lady who was willing to obey what she heard in church. And you said today your mom, your mom went to see your father and told him that he can now come and visit us, which we can now go and visit him. And it has brought peace in the family. I want to thank God so much. Oh, why don't you give the Lord a shout of praise? What you have to say. I want to encourage all of us here that when we hear the teachings of our Father, we should just obey. By obeying, to bring a lot of blessing in our life we don't even have to work for. Thank you so much. Wow, put your hands together for a powerful testimony. Is this a great change or is it not a great change? I said, is this a great change? Then give the Lord a shout of praise. Our final testimony is coming from our sister Horato from Botswana. Put your hands together for her. Orato has also experienced a great change. Orato, tell us about it. I want to give God the glory. I thank God for saving me and bringing about a great change in my life. I lived a life where I was partying, clubbing, drinking, incest. Take your time. Take your time. Who? (laughs) Myself. Who? Myself. You? Me. Okay. I was drinking, partying, and fornication. To a point whereby I had about five guys at a time. You had about what? Five guys at a Who time. Who are we talking about here? Myself. Who? Myself. You. What Say here. Yeah. And what happened? <laughs> so, if, even though I was doing this, I would still come to church at time. And you would still come to church at times? I would still times. come to church at times. Not, not always. And then my shepherd from Botswana, Wimelena, came to me and talked to me about it. He told me that I should leave all these guys. But then, in my mind, I was like, ah, this brother, is he thinking well? I mean, if I wanted one, I could have gotten one. But now I have five. So, I didn't, I didn't listen to him. Then later, he introduced the prophet's book, Spiritual Dangers. He gave you the prophet's books? Yes. He, he gave Which ones did he give you? Spiritual Dangers and Backsliding. He was trying to explain to you, but you didn't get it. I didn't get it. So, he gave you a book to he talk to you. To he gave you Spiritual Dangers and, and Backsliding. And Backsliding. Yes. So as I kept on reading the books, I, I learned of the dangers of fornication because I didn't even think of the STIs or HIV. I was only... You were fornicated, but you hadn't thought of STIs. I told, I told. You I didn't think you could get AIDS or anything no, like no, that. No, 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 no. What I, were you afraid of? I was afraid that I would get pregnant. And if I get pregnant, it will spoil everything. Shout, here. She said her only fears in life was that she could get pregnant. And so once she was insured against pregnancy, she was flowing crap. Hey. But when you read the book, you, you learned about STIs from the book. Yes, yeah, so as I read the books, I learned of the STIs, so gonorrhea, syphilis, and many other STIs. Were you scared by the names you saw in the book? Oh, I was very scared because some of the names, I didn't even know them. So... <laughs> So as I, I kept reading, I kept reading one by one. All the guys they left one by one by one. The guys left the one guys, by one. The guys left me until you have no more. Until, until I had no more. Wow! Why don't you give the Lord a shout of praise? So, so has your life changed practically? My life got changed because I was so depressed, thinking that I wouldn't change, that I was the bad girl. But then as I kept reading, and these guys left me, the places I don't drink anymore, I don't even think of drinking. The drink you used to drink, you don't drink, drink anymore. I don't drink what anymore. drink did you used to drink? I was drinking brandy, whiskey, wine. I don't drink them anymore. So I don't the places you used to go, where did you used to go? I used to go to nightclubs. Like from a bar when the bar closes, I don't go there anymore. Them. I don't go and there The people anymore. you used to hang out with, the, the five boyfriends, <laughs> you've left all of them. I've left Give them. the Lord a shout of praise. Is this a great change or is not a great change? Is this a great change? Ask your neighbor, where is your great change? 
I see you changing in Jesus' name. Yes. So, Horata, what do you have to say? What I have to say is that um, I was not labeled as a prostitute, but the way I lived my life, I behaved like one. But God be so merciful by the power of His blood. My life has been changed, and by now, as I stand here, I'm a student in Bible school and a Kazo Bible school. You are in the Bible school I'm too. In the Bible school. Hey, hey! It was not enough to be saved. She is becoming a pastor. Give the Lord a shout of praise. The devil will not be happy at all. So I want to encourage you to believe in the prophet's writings, mm. listen to the messages, and your life will never be the same again. Wow. Put your hands together for a powerful testimony. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Those he has delivered from the hands of the enemy. May the Lord deliver you in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for powerful testimonies.
worrying about this for many months. Lord, let your will be done. Oh, and I've been thinking very hard. God help me to choose the right person. Now I have made up my mind about who I'm gonna propose to. Yeah, I see the lady tomorrow night. This is why I am gonna say. I'll say I love you. I'll marry you. Help me do the right thing. I've never been this way before. I wanna have a good relationship because I wanna serve you all my life. I don't want battles in my bedroom. Life of peace and joy. I need your help every step of the way as I propose to my beloved tonight. When I see her, I'll say, I love you, I love you. I'll marry you when I take you home. And
attend a powerful church or what? Do you feel excited to be in church? This morning I heard Pastor Frank saying that the church is not a dead and a quiet church. You know the Bible says when Elisha was going to prophesy he called for a young girl to make noise. So the prophetic gift works with noise and excitement. And if you are excited to be in the house of God Can I hear some crazy, excited, fast lovers in love with the Lord? Happy to be in church. I can't hear your shout. You sound like you go to another church. I still can't hear yourself. I can't see your jump. I can't see your excitement. Now, if you are as excited as I am to welcome the prophet and the man of God who God has ordained for us today, as he climbs the steps, lift your voices, lift your hands, scream, and expect your miracle, and expect your touch from God this morning. Blessing that is released on us today in Jesus' name. Amen. 
You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Seven great principles for a supernatural life. Your life will not be normal or ordinary anymore after being born again. Because it is a supernatural experience. And so Exodus 15 verse 11 says, Who is like unto thee? O Lord, among the gods, who is like thee? Glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders. Expect wonders in your life. I said, expect wonders. I said, expect wonders. I receive it. Now, in Isaiah 61 and verse 1, it says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. It's showing us here the work of the pastors. He has sent me to preach, to heal, to bind up the brokenhearted, and to proclaim. So when you come to church and I make a proclamation, to proclaim liberty, I, I proclaim, I announce, I say, you are free. And I announce and I say, there are wonders in your life. You I must shout amen. amen. The louder your amen, And the stronger, wait, the, 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 the stronger, the, you see, the, the word amen is in the Bible. I once preached about the word amen. You know, I once preached about the word amen. It's, it is important that when you hear a word from the Lord, your response must be amen. Not, not just, wow, oh, that's a good word. Oh, powerful. No, the Bible response to a word from God is amen, which means let it come to pass practically in my life. When you hear a word from the Lord, your answer must be amen. So I am not just to teach, but to proclaim, make proclaim, I'm constantly proclaiming. So in the days in Isaiah 61 and verse 2 as well. All the two verses speak about proclaiming. One is to proclaim liberty. So whatever has captured you, you are set free today by this proclamation. And then verse 2 says to proclaim the acceptable year. So you are supposed to proclaim and say that it's an acceptable or a good year. So that is why I proclaim over you a year of good things. Amen. Receive your good things this year in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So when you hear, there's a song like that. When you hear a word from the Lord. Let the church say amen. Beautiful. Let the church say amen. God has spoken. So let the church say amen. Response, amen. To whatever he said. 
of your body, the raising of the dead. No matter how you feel, no matter how you feel, your world is really. supernatural you need to follow these seven great principles principle number one after you are born again you must begin to experience the supernatural the miraculous and the extraordinary this is a principle number one after you are born again you must begin to experience the supernatural, the miraculous, and the extraordinary. Amen. John chapter 3 from verse 1. 
People don't know what it means to be born again. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said, Rabbi, we know you are a teacher. Nobody can do these miracles except God is with this person. Verse 3. And Jesus said, Verily I say to you, except a man is born again. You see, this is your introduction to supernatural things. Born again. It's, you know, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, why would something have to be born if it was already born? Or if it was in the world already? Or if it was alive already? It shows it's dead or it's not there. You get it? And man was a very supernatural. You were, you were, you were supernatural originally. Adam was in the garden of Eden. Seeing God every day. At a particular time. That's four o'clock. Every time, every four o'clock, God would come and walk in the cool of the, cool of the day. That's the cool of the day. Get, start getting cool around four. And you are here, not seeing God. Now, he could also see the devil. Because the devil came. That's why it sounds like a fantastic story. But it's not as fantastic if you just understand the one thing that man was a spirit alive. And God said, in the day you eat this thing, you will die. Something in you will die or you will die. So something died. And the part that died was the spirit of the man. And the supernatural part, which is above this natural world, is the part that died. Because now we don't see God. And now we don't see the devil. But Eve was having a good time in the garden. And here the devil, the serpent came to her and spoke to her as clear as I'm speaking to you. She could hear him and she had a conversation with a spirit. Because that was not a serpent like the serpents we are seeing today. It's the old dragon, a serpent that speaks. So this was a completely supernatural experience and not earthly. So God said, the day you eat this, you will die. And he did die. They did die. But what, what, so what, what's the difference? We are here. We know there are a lot of devils. You don't, need, you don't need to go far to know there are devils. God is alive. You don't need to go far to see God is alive. By the way, the other day I saw Venus. Eh? Last week. Yeah. What's, what day is today? Sunday. I think this week I saw Venus. The evening star. You'll be seeing the sun going down. Where is east? Sun goes down in the west. This way shining like it and it goes down and then it becomes dark and then suddenly a star appears it's not a star it's venus it's like it's like magic it comes just after the sunset it's the only thing there yeah brighter than any star it's called the evening star it comes in the morning to when it's at another time of the year beautiful and then i saw mercury as well so i realized that i was standing here and that was venus and that was Mercury and the sun. You know, my very eyes shall see. Those science students, arts, we did it. You know, from the sun, it's my very eyes. So Mercury, 
Venus Earth. So I was on Earth and I saw Venus, which was bigger, and Mercury, just the two of them. And then there was the sun at the end there. Amazing. So I realized I was on the third planet, looking at the other planet and the next one, and then the sun. Clap for Jesus. Amen. So, you don't need to go far to know that God is real. But something has happened to us that makes us natural. Yeah, so when you, when you talk of miracles and supernatural things, you know, I spoke to a 12-year-old boy, you know, who grew up in Switzerland about Jesus. He told me, I don't see why I should believe such a stupid story that a snake was speaking to somebody. And I said, I pity you just because of where you grew up. You have no belief and no faith. Yeah. But you see, when you st- study a bit, you can see, yeah. So Jesus said, you must be born again. Otherwise, you cannot see. Your spirit must come alive. But you don't see supernatural things. Then verse 4. And Nicodemus said, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he go the second time? Because you came from the first time from your mother's womb. So can he go the second time back to your mother's womb and be born? Verse 5. And Jesus said, I'm not talking about shrinking in size and going back. Otherwise, none of us here are born again. It's a a spiritual thing. He says, you must be born of water and of the spirit. Otherwise, you cannot see. You cannot enter. So it's about a spiritual rebirth. Okay? Verse 6. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So when you are born of the spirit, it's a spirit that is born. So your spirit is what is born again. Your flesh is the same. If you had a pot belly before, you still have a pot belly after you are born again. If you wear glasses before you are born again, you wear glasses after you are born again. If you are tall before you are born again, you are tall after you are born again. If you are trying to lose weight before you got born again, after being born again, you are still trying to lose weight. It's the same thing. Because your body is not born again, but your spirit is born again in the same body. Are you with me? Alright? So that which is born of the spirit is a spirit. A spirit is born. So your spirit is now alive. Okay? Now your spirit is alive. So now you are, you are, you are alive to spiritual things. Yes. You are alive to God. That's why we can pray now to God. Because spirit is now alive. Yeah. And then verse 7. Marvel not. Don't be surprised that I say you have to be born again. And verse 8. This is a verse not easily understood. Because we often talk about the Holy Spirit. When we read this verse. All of us have made this mistake. It says the wind blows. Everywhere it listeth or where it wants to. But you, you cannot hear, you hear the sound. You cannot tell where it's coming or where it is going. So it's everyone that is born of the Spirit. We, what we mean when we say this scripture is often, that's how the Spirit is. When the Spirit is moving, you can't tell where he's moving. Whether he's there or he's here. But that's not what the verse is saying. The verse is saying that a person who is born again is no more natural is now supernatural. It says, everyone who is born of the spirit, you can now predict his things. 
Yes, he's become he, the one who is born of the spirit, the, the born again Christian. He says, so is everyone who is born of the spirit. You can't tell he's not like the wind, like he's now, you, you can't predict how he's going to become like this or like that or what he's going to do because he's now not a natural entity as he used to. The spirit is alive. So your life is going to be one long story of supernatural experiences. Amen. Because you are born of the spirit. Yes. Yeah. So is everyone who is born of the spirit. So if you are here and you are born again. Now that you are born again. The principle number one says that. If you are born again. Huh? You must. After you are born again, you must begin to experience the supernatural. So I insist on it. Yes. Supernatural finances, supernatural breakthroughs, supernatural spirituality, supernatural survival, supernatural breakthrough. Everything about your life, we can't even tell. Because you see, if you were born in certain places, what am I in What Look at our brother. Who gave the testimony from that village? I've forgotten the name of the name of the village. We can't even pronounce the name. He said, A car comes there once every week on Mondays. A car will come to that village on Monday. You see a car once a week. And you, you would think it's talking about somewhere far away, but it is, it is in Ghana. I remember one time we were driving somewhere on one of those roads inside. Near Dunkwaun of Fin, deep in the forest. When the people saw the car, they just ran. They just started running. Yeah. I don't know what they thought the car was. Hey. <laughs> but look at him today standing here from that village speaking English. You'll be surprised at the, the school that he went to. He's standing here speaking English. Supernatural. He's testifying in front of 5,000 people in Accra. Wow. That's fantastic. So, no one can tell how great you are going to be from today in Jesus' name. Amen. So, you are I predict for you, there are going to be many signs and wonders in your life. John chapter 1 verse 46. Nathaniel said to him, Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Huh? And Philip said to him, Come and see. I receive it. Verse 47. And Jesus saw Nathanael. Because Nathanael was struggling to believe. And said of him, Hey, an Israelite. You are an Israelite and there is no guile in you. Jesus was prophesying. Jesus was behaving just like some of the prophets we've been seeing in this current as dispensation, where they see people and they say things about them. So Jesus saw Nathaniel and said, Hey, Nathaniel, you are, you are not into sin. Like you are clean. 
Okay? And uh, verse 48, carry on. And Nathaniel said to him, Ah, why do you know me? <laughs> you know, you have to be careful. You don't know who you are talking to. He's talking to the Son of God. But where do you know me from? He said that I have not, I have no guile. What do you mean by that? And Jesus said, before Philip called you, remember you, before Philip called you, were standing under a fig tree. I think he was probably eating some figs there. I saw you standing under, that's where I know you from. I, I, I saw you standing under. Philip was shocked. And he started shouting, go deeper. Professor. 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 And verse 49. And Nathaniel answered and said, Rabbi, thou art the son of God and thou art the king of Israel. You know, because this kind of prophetic things, that's why you have to be careful whether it is good or bad. When it happens, it has a certain effect on you. When somebody tells you something that you don't expect, the person to say, yeah. I remember one guy, you know, he had a prophetic gift and he was unconscious or something and he was taken to the hospital. So when he woke up and he opened his eyes and he saw the nurse, he started to tell her, you, you are having marital problems. This is your husband. This, I mean, he gave her a true accurate yes, of his her family problems. When he woke up from the, in the hospital, he started to tell her things about herself. She was frightened out of her sockets. Yeah. This is what happened to Nathaniel. So you got to be careful, you know. He says, thou art the son of God, the king of Israel. Of, of, just by saying that I saw you under a fig tree. Verse 15. Now Jesus answered and said to him, is it because I said I saw you under the fig tree that you are believing so much? Thou shalt see greater things than these. You see, I want you to know that uh, you must expect greater things than these. In your life, expect things that are not normal. When I say normal, I mean good, good things. They are above your standard. They are above your level. They are above how things should be for you. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it. Thou shalt see greater things than these. Isaiah 8. Look at Isaiah 8. Verse 17. Quickly. I will wait upon thee, Lord, that hideth his face from the house of Jacob. And I will look for thee, for him. Verse 18. Behold, I and the children whom the Lord has given me are for signs and wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts which dwelleth in Mount Zion. This is a prophecy that is going to be fulfilled practically. I and the children whom God has given me, they are for signs and wonders. Children, myself and my children, 
And I declare to you also as a prophet of the Lord that myself and the children who God has given to me are for signs and wonders. I receive it. Your life will both be a sign and a wonder. Amen. I say your life will both be a sign and a wonder. Amen. In Jesus' name. Anything in your life which cannot be described as wonderful, wonderful, is cancelled today. And I, I superimpose on your life wonders and signs in Jesus' name. Amen. Sit down. Principle number one. What is principle number one? After you are born again, you must begin to experience the supernatural, the miraculous, and the extraordinary. Let's all say it together. One more time. After you are born again, you must and the extraordinary. Yes. Expect it. Because you are now born of the spirit. And somebody who is born of the spirit. Huh? Before you, you don't know where he's going. Before you realize he's up there, he's blowing to this side. Before you, realize, you are in Singapore. The next time you are you are you are you are you are you are in Colombia. The next time you are in Germany. And the next time you are in Nigeria. I don't know where you are next. You are just all over the place. God is lifting you and carrying you to wherever he wants to carry you to. Number two. Whisper to your neighbor quietly. Charlie, I don't want to be ordinary and uh, uh, natural anymore. I want to be extraordinary and supernatural. Number two. Principle number two. After you are born again, you must believe in the word of God in order to experience the supernatural the miraculous and the extraordinary. Yes. After you are born again, you must believe. Amen. Now, believing, believing in things, you see, no knowledge that you learn in school can replace the importance of believing in God. You get what I'm saying? You may be even a science student. No amount of science can replace or come in place of believing. You may be even an art student and be richer than science students. But no amount of money can replace the, what the place of believing. That's why believing catches all of us. The rich, the poor, the powerful, the weak. Science students, art students. We are all forced to relate with believing. Mark 16, 17. Mark 16, 17. I receive it. These signs 
shall follow Christians. No. These signs shall follow them that believe. Believing is one of the most important spiritual activities you can ever do. To believe things. When things are said to you. When the word of God is spoken to you. to, To have the belief. If you take um, many people that I preach to, many say they believe, but we know your beliefs by your actions. The things you believe. Oh, yes. It's when you act the belief that we know you believe what you say you believe. Yeah. So, these signs shall follow them that believe. So, once you start to believe more, you start having signs, you cast out devils. See, that's one of the first things that happens in Christianity. Devils start to move away from you. They just, demonic things start to fall off you. If you just believe. If you are a very bizarre, beastly person. If you, if you can get to a place where you start to believe. You, you start to change. And miraculous things and supernatural things start to happen. Devils are cast away. Go. Before they, they'll go nowhere. You cast the devil and say, I'm going to no hell. You can't cast me to no hell. I'm going nowhere. But when you become a believer, you are, you are a man of faith. And through faith, you do exploits. Then they speak in tongues. Speaking in tongues, eh? Olenoko, there is no substitute for faith to speak in tongues. You know, I was prayed for to speak in tongues, to receive the Holy Spirit. I, I couldn't receive it the first time. Because I couldn't, when I, when I listened to it, what is it? You need to believe in something to stay in one place and be speaking Kema Shotolo Belema and then you'll be asking that which particular language is this? Is it French? Is it Portuguese? Is it Russian? We don't recognize it. It's heavenly tongues. I can never reduce the importance of believing. People don't believe things. You know, when I talk sometimes, when I don't feel like talking, it's because I feel I'm with people who don't believe. Yeah. If, you know, I am both a sanguine and a a melancholic. In, in, in a certain sense. Sanguine in the sense of talking. I can talk from, uh, if I'm driving from here to Bamako, Mali. I don't even put on music. I'll talk, talk in the car from Accra to Mali. Don't even put on music. We don't even have music. But when I'm with people that I don't think they believe, I become very quiet. Yes. And then my melancholy comes. So, it's if you can find somebody who believes. So, one of the first supernatural things that is beginning to happen, speaking in tongues. Verse 18. Amazing. They shall take up serpents. Yes. 
And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt us. That, that means your stomach becomes a neutralizer. Hey! So you will see somebody say, oh, I don't eat this. I don't take this. This is, I don't take this. Oh, me, I take all. As it goes into your stomach, the power of God is neutralizing it. When you take up a serpent, it means that something that should have killed you couldn't kill you. So your life, when you have belief, you live longer than somebody who doesn't have beliefs. Because you meet the serpent, it bites you, you still don't die. You have something that should have killed you, you don't die. Poison, you don't die. Everything, you are still alive. alive. Receive supernatural life in Jesus' name. All, all comes from, and then, and then you, you shall lay hands on the sick. Now, don't be spiritual when you hear the word laying on of hands. Think of the word contact. Okay. Yeah, contact. You see, any contact you make, people are blessed by the contact. I mean, I mean physical contact. Yes. If you have faith, eh, you will never either shake hands or be hugged or breathing or if you don't have faith, somebody breathe on you, you say, you say, ah, gems. Gems, plenty gems have come on me. Even when you shake somebody's hand, you don't know where he's been. Maybe it's just straight from the uh, how do they call it? Private. <laughs> it's just straight from the private and he's come to shake your hand. <laughs> you rather need to wash your hand. But if you have faith, that physical contact. It's rather an impartation. He said they shall lay hands. And they lay hands. People get well. That's, that's, and is, it, is, it, is it because he studied medicine? No. No. Because of the belief. See, signs and supernatural things start the more you believe. So that's why I don't mind telling people, if you ask me, what book do you read? I'll tell you. What tape do I listen to? I'll tell you. People here, they read, they don't believe it. Yeah. I showed people for years. So go and listen to this Kenneth Hagin. I come here, I'll read his books out to people. Who don't believe the things? Me, yeah, I believe it. I believe that's why I'm in the ministry. I believe things. Believing makes your life suddenly upgrade. You upgrade from natural, normal, normal. At my financial level is not a normal doctor working at Kolibu. No, 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 no. Because I mean that is my that is that was my destiny. My destiny was a Kolibu polyclinic, man, probably polyclinic. This was my destiny. That was my destiny. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm operating. What is principle number two? After you are born again, eh? You must what? Believe in the word of God in order to experience the supernatural, the miraculous, and the extraordinary. Yes. 
I receive it. I see somebody having an extraordinary car. Professor, I receive it. John chapter 11. John chapter 11 verse 39. Jesus said to Martha and Mary, his two friends whom he visited a couple of times. He said, take away the stone Martha. The sister of him who was dead saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he has been dead four days. This is raising of the dead miracle. Receive it. Verse 40. And now Jesus turned to her, Martha, and said, Hi, saith said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe not study if thou wouldest believe thou shouldest see the glory of God if thou wouldest believe you see when I teach a a, a subject it comes to my mind the art of following I have a book called the art of following and I want everybody to have a makaneh Macarius, you must have it. I've told you how it's going, to, how it's happening. Make sure you get one. When I read a book like the Art of Following, I actually believe that if I follow somebody, I will see what the person is seeing. I actually really believe it. That's that's what has brought me to where I am. I can tell you all the people I follow that have brought me to where I am. Yes. I, I re, let's say let's say I'm walking to a swimming pool or a baptismal bay over there and I say follow me. Is it not true that if you follow me you also come to the baptismal bay? Yeah. I believe it spiritually. That if you follow somebody spiritual you will come to the same place that the person has been to. I believe it. So I, I, I select people and I follow them. Oh yes. I select people and I follow them relentlessly and I have learned also in following people that you can come near to somebody but you don't know much about the person because most of the person is not visible so it takes time and patience and faith to to follow somebody but I I, I believe it I believe it that's why I I see the crusade I've seen because I'm following Bonky I saw it clear follow this that's why I see many things I see I'm following. I can tell you this is what I'm following. I'm always following somebody. Practically, truthfully. Yeah. So, but people don't believe, believe that the art of following is true. But Jesus said, did I not tell you that you would see glory, miracles, power if you believe? When Jesus said, follow me and I will make you into something you are not. Follow. People don't believe it. They don't believe it. Oh, yeah, this, what well, this guy is just doing this. And this. You can't easily know things. <laughs> you can't easily learn things. You have to learn by following. Yeah. True. So I see sometimes people that are trying to follow me. And the only thing I feel for them is that do you have what it takes to follow somebody? Because I've learned. That is not easy to follow people. 
people that I try to follow, I realize it's not easy to follow them. They are, everybody is a little mysterious. He's not trying to be mysterious, but the fact is that as I look at you, do I know all the things about you? So, if you start to become more into believing, your life is going to change. And there's going to be more supernatural things. Yeah. You know, I was in Burkina Faso when the Holy Spirit began to deal with me about leaving the Kodesh to start another church. I, I was in Niger, actually. Actually, in Niger. But, but by, I went to Burkina Faso after that. By Burkina Faso, I became sure of it, of what I was. I believed God was leading me to do. And here I am, another church. In one lifetime, the Collegono Cathedral is there. I mean, in terms of me, myself, being there. Collegono Cathedral is there. And the Kodesh is there. And they are all full. And we are also here. And we are just about to break into 10,000 people here. Yes. You have to believe things. If you are to see the glory of God. Yeah. People don't believe, so their lives remain normal. This is, this is it. It's a good place to shout, God forbid. Yeah. People don't believe things. That's why their lives remain non-miraculous. Yeah. Yeah. At least in our church here, we, we don't owe anybody. There's no fear at, for the end of this month. There's no car. There's no car anywhere. That is, I mean, somebody's next month payment. There's nothing. There's not. There's no, no, nowhere. As compared with even the government, which have so many people that they owe. Arrangements upon arrangements upon for 61 years. Huh? Yes. And if our church is given eight years, one, two tenths. We as a church can build a road from here to Kumasi. Just the church's, the church's contribution to the country from here to Kumasi, 250 kilometers. We can do it with concrete. Yes, only the church. Without debt. How many think so? Huh. Yeah. That's one, one set of two terms. Without banks. And Anybody from abroad? Okay, yeah. both shut up. If you believe, you will build houses, you will build churches, you will be debt free, you will prosper, you will move ahead, your life will not follow the normal contours of this life. John chapter 7. John chapter 6, verse 28. Then they said to him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? That is supernatural things. 
Hmm? Is, it, is it not a good question? How many want to know the answer to that question? What can we do that we can work the works of God? See supernatural things. Verse 29 is the answer. And Jesus answered and said to them, to them This is the work of God. That you believe on him whom he has sent. This is the work. This is the work to believe. This is the work to believe. This is the main thing. To believe. And you think it's as simple as that, but it's not a small thing. Yeah. Not a small thing. To sit, to stand here. From the morning to the evening. If you don't believe, you cannot do it. I mean, you, something will tell you along the way that you are mad. Something will tell you along the way that, Charlie, are you okay? Is this all you are doing? What is principle number one? The supernatural, the miraculous, and the extraordinary. Principle number two, after you are born again, is in order to experience the supernatural, the miraculous, and the extraordinary. Principle number three, after you are born again, you must obey or become obedient to the word of God in every area of life in order to experience the supernatural, the miraculous, and the ordinary. I'll say it again. After you are born again, you must obey or become obedient. So not only believe, but you must obey. Amen? In every area. Because you see, we have all the areas we don't obey. And we have the areas we obey. So after you are born again, now you are all born again. You must become obedient. You must obey in every area. You can't be a missionary and obey in this area and not obey in this area. It will not work. It will not work. You can't obey in the area of prayer, in the area of visitation, but you don't obey in the area of building or in the area of of your marriage or in the area of whatever. You have to obey in every area of your life. John chapter 2. Obey. Verse 1. Amazing. Now, the third day, there was a marriage. There was a marriage. Which is a wedding. Huh? In Cana of Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was there. Hmm? And Jesus was flowing and attended the wedding. Because his mother said he should come to the wedding. And he was there with his disciples. Now, both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. He was asked to come. Obedience. Verse 3. Now, when they wanted wine, the mother of, when they wanted wine, it's an old, old English. It means that when the wine ran short, the, 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 the wine was finished. They, they ran out of wine, which was um, embarrassment at the wedding because they're having reception and all that. And the things are finished. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Things will never run out at your wedding in Jesus' name. I receive it. Your wedding will be nice and the reception will be very nice. I receive it. 
I proclaim a nice wedding and a nice reception for you. Now, when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, They have no wine. She told Jesus, There is no wine. Hey! Verse 4. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. In other words, this is not the time for miracles. Supernatural. Jesus' mother didn't mind him. Verse 5. And she rather went and talked to the servants of the house. And said to them, whatsoever he says to you. Do it. Do the whatsoever. Don't do the things you like. The things which naturally your temperament chooses. If you are a friendly person, I say be friendly. It is not even anything difficult for you to do. You will flow in the friendships. It's if you are a moody person, I say be friendly and smile. Then you see that something important has been told to you. Supernatural life begins where you begin to realize that whatsoever means whatsoever and whatsoever he says to you to do that particular thing is very important. It starts to spark off the miraculous. Karma Shakaya. The six. Now there were set six water pots of stone. After the man of purifying, you know, they used to have these filters containing two firkins apiece. So a system to purify water. They had it. Verse 7. And Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water. Somebody's household. Somebody has his house. You've come to start arranging things in the kitchen. Do this and do this. Are you, are you, are you, are you a director here? Who made you a director of our wedding? Do you know what what is going on here? Are you part of the wedding planning committee? Whatsoever he says. Fill the water pots with water and they fill them to the brim. Verse 8. And he said to them, draw out now and bear unto the governor of the feast. They drew out and they bear it. They did it. Verse 9. And when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, he knew not where, where is this wine? Because those who drink wine, they know the differences. Hey, those of us who don't drink wine, let me simplify it down to Fanta, Coca-Cola, Sprite, 7-Up, and so on. If you don't, it's all soft drinks. It's a type of soft drink. So how many realize that when you taste, you said about this is Sprite. And this is Coke. This is even those who are into Coke, they know the difference between Coke and Pepsi. If you are like a real Coke drinker, you can tell the difference between Coke, Pepsi, and Picola. Do you know Picola? So when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made, he said, Ah, where is it from? But the servants withdrew the water new. And the governor of the feast called the bridegroom, verse 10, and said, 
I, listen, let me, you call the bride, young man, let me tell you something. Next time you are planning a wedding, I don't know if you will marry again. Uh, but let me give you some advice. Okay. At the beginning of the ceremony, that is when you set the good wine. You don't keep it. Young man, are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Next time you're organizing a, a, a wedding. This is not how to do things. I hope you listen. You young people, you don't listen. <laughs> Bring the good wine first when everybody is full. You know, there's nothing much to do than you, you give him the, the bad wine. Huh? He said, when the men have well drunk, then that which is worse. But you, bridegroom, have kept the good wine until now. Verse 11. The beginning of miracles. The beginning of miracles. The beginning of miracles. I prophesy the beginning of miracles in your life. The beginning of miracles. The beginning of the miraculous. The beginning of the supernatural. The beginning of miracles in your life. Yes. I'm going to experience miracles in your life. Supernatural interventions. Supernatural beloveds will walk up to you and say, and say, you know something? I like you. But you will be saying within yourself, you don't know me. That's why you say you like me. But the supernatural beloved will say, I like you. You don't know why I like you. You don't know why I like you. And I will always like you. You may feel that you are too bony for somebody to like you. But a supernatural person will say, as for me, I like bones, but it's bones that I like. It is bones that I like more than anything else. Receive supernatural assistance from God. Some of you may feel that I'm too fat. Somebody will tell you, sit in front of you and say, look, this is what I want. I only like this one. I like a boxum majesty. I like a boxum majesty. If it's not a boxum majesty, I don't, I don't like it. This is what I want. Tell somebody, I need a boxum majesty. Prophesied the beginning of miracles in your life. And, and it starts by obedience. Learn it all. Whatever he says to you, do it. The miracles begin to happen. Whatever he says to you, do it. God told me, write a book. Huh? God told me, write a book. And I wrote a book. <laughs> I mean, and I said, you know, but my secret, I always have something that I'm saying secretly. And I said, but who is going to read my book? Books have been written. That are not. Look at the testimony somebody gave today. What it means to be uh, born again and, and avoid hell. Turn up. People are reading the books in secret. He said he had not read the story of Lazarus and the rich man. And it's in the book. You would think that it's not necessary to write all these things. 
God said, write a book. The beginning of supernatural. Write it. And I wrote it. And I've been writing. And I sense it more. Write them. Publish them. Give them away. Give them away. Yes. I felt the Lord says, build a church. Become a pastor. Give yourself holy. Whatever he says, do it. I gave myself holy to the Lord. That is the supernatural. Today I interact with presidents. Yes. It's supernatural. But at, at Manprobi Polyclinic, I don't think so. I see a pen. It's like a golden pen. Somebody has been given a pen. I receive it with that pen. Professor, you'll be signing certain papers. Yes, sir. Whether it's marriage documents, financial documents, whatever kind of documents, it's a good thing. I receive receive that pen. I receive it and begin to sign things. I receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Sit down. Principle number one. Principle number one to a supernatural life. Principle number one. After you are born again, you must begin to experience the supernatural, the miraculous, and the extraordinary. Principle number two. After you are born again, you must believe in the word of God in order to experience the supernatural, the miraculous, and the extraordinary. Principle number three. After you are born again, You must obey. Become obedient to the word of God in order to experience the supernatural, the miraculous, and the extraordinary. You didn't write it that way. Write it that way. That's what it is. It's not whoever wrote it up there. You you made a mistake. Yeah. Principle number four, after you are born again, you must push and press your way into the things of God. If you are to experience, in order to experience the supernatural, the miraculous, and the extraordinary. Push and press. Kola, Roma, Sheba. I said you must push and press. If you think that sitting there is going to give you the miracles... You're going to make a big mistake, my darling. John chapter 5. You must push and press. Everybody say, pushing, I'm pushing. I'm pressing. I'm forcing. Look at this little piece of land. We have pushed ourselves into this piece of land. Wait, team man will see before. We are here. Yeah. What about what we are? Look, we are here. We are here practically. This Wednesday, this Wednesday, we are having a final porch and altar. This Wednesday, before Good Friday. All of us, try. Because this is a season of intensive prayer. We are ending this season. But I want us to be here. Porch and altar. We'll be here, we'll fast. If you're fasting, I'll give you something to drink. And then, 10 to 5. 
Yes. I believe it. I believe it's something we push and press. Now, John chapter 5, verse 1. There was a feast and Jesus went to Jerusalem. Now, there is a Jerusalem. By the way, when we go to Jerusalem, this is one of the few. And it's going to be Basenta leaders first. Yes, Basenta leaders are going to Jerusalem first. Yeah, I've told you that after pastors, the main main group is Basenta leaders. Yes. And I'm not going to allow uh, non- Non group, yeah. If this is not in your group, because when we are a lot in Jerusalem, it is not nice. Like this place, when we go there, this pool, there's a pool there, it's near the Lion's Gate. It's one of the main, it's one of the few places you can actually see, and there are pools there still, yeah. Pools of water. So the Basenta leaders will be, will be, will be standing there, will be standing by the pools of water. Okay, for those of you who are not Basenta leaders, you, you think that uh, a lot of blessings. Okay, which is called in the Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. When you go, you see. There's three. Please be a bit fast, right? In this layer, great multitude of sick folk waiting for the moving of the water. Now, God had chosen this pool of Bethesda to heal people. Because there are places where God chooses to bless. And this first love is center. It's one of the places God has chosen to bless people. Jacob said, God was here and I didn't know. What a dreadful place this is. God was here. Put your foot, put your foot on the ground. God is here. God is here. Receive an impartation. I receive it. In Jesus' name. Anyone who comes here is blessed. And when you go away, you are blessed. And when you come back, you come for more blessings. Now, now for an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. And whoever was first, say not whoever went, whoever was first. After the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatever disease. So everybody has gathered by the pool. Okay, who is first? Races, races of lame, impotent, sick, dying, fever, illness, paralyzed. Everybody was there. So that when the pool moves, the angel of the Lord has come. Now verse 5. A certain man had been there for 38 years. People have bypassed you for 38 years. God forbid that you will stay in one place for 38 years. Verse 6. And Jesus saw him like he knew he had been there for a long time. He said, man, do you, do you want to be made whole? How many want to be made whole? Yes. Verse 7. The impotent man says, sir, I have no man when the water is troubled. To help me. To put me into the pool. But while I am coming. Another. Steps down. Faster than me. Pushes his way. Presses his way. Into the pool before me. And then. The miracles finish. It has been going on for. 38 years. You will never be found. At the same spot next year. By this time in Jesus name. 
Verse 8. And Jesus said to him, rise. Take out thy bed. Now, this man's condition was caused by not, the, he was not experiencing the supernatural because of this truth. It's not that he was not at the right place. He was at the right place, but to force a marriage, you see, he should have laid on exact, he should have laid on the side of the pool. You get what I'm trying to say? I mean, you've been there for 38 years. So, the next time you hear, you just move like this and you fall into the water. That's, that's what he should have done. But maybe he's playing at a comfortable place. By the time he's getting, organizing his bags and his things to move, another one steps over and jumps in. Bah! All of you are learning how to swim. Anyone who doesn't know how to swim receives supernatural grace to know how to swim in Jesus' name. <laughs> Swimming is not any special. Maybe he couldn't swim, or this is, could be. Yes. Yes, fear of water. Because if you don't know how to swim, it's like when you fall in and you will drown. And you see, swimming all over the world, they teach you in school how to swim. Even at Achimota school, you learn how to swim. Yeah. So, receive grace. Receive it. Anyway, forcing. I know the people who force me to know them. It's true. I can't lie to you. I know the people who force me to know them. I relate with the people who make me relate with them. That's, that's also quite real. We were coming to see, but uh, we saw that there was a lot. There were a lot of people there, so we knew that. I mean, <laughs> Vienna. I know you. Yeah. Listen, you are not known, and it can cost you your life. You are not known. Yeah, you don't. You don't force. I'm at a first ball at Gorica. I was playing golf and the guard said, I'm at a first ball. You see, he was trying to say that he, he has forced the ball out of the bush for the ball to come out. He said, if you don't force it, it won't come out. And he said, I'm at a first ball too much at Gorica. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but something about forcing the ball. You sit there saying, oh, I'm alright, I don't mind if nobody if nobody knows me if nobody knows me, I'm, a, I'm okay no. God knows me if nobody knows me, God knows me ah. Luke 16 verse 16 look at it, Luke 16 verse 16 the law and the prophets were until John since that time the kingdom of God is preached and every man presseth into it pressing it's about pressing oh, sinners, oh God is good God loves me God is so patient God is like, people are pressing and pushing and you are sinners oh, well I'm not a you know I'm doing what I Timothy 
Jesus was blind sitting there. He heard some noise. That's another place we will go to Jericho. We'll go to Jericho. Just uh, you see how it is. It, it's so real because when you are going to Jerusalem, you have to pass by Jericho. It's a separate town and it's Palestinian control. So when we get there, the Jews, the Jewish tall guys say, "We leave you here. You have to go inside without us because we don't Jews don't go there." Yeah, it's all Palestinian. And the sycamore tree is there for Zacchaeus. And then you see, that is where Brian Matimas was. And Jesus was part. You'll be there. Amen. And Basenta leaders will be there first. Amen. Before others come along. It's true. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to organize a special accommodation that students and younger people who don't have so much money can be able to afford. Yeah. You'll be shocked. You see yourself taking selfies on a plane. Say, look at me. Me, I've not traveled before. Look at me. <laughs> yeah, listen, listen, listen. Are you listening? I hope you are listening. From John till now, the kingdom of God is preached. And every man pushes his way. There is no man of God that is important to me who doesn't know me. Like he doesn't know me by name. No, 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 no. I can't leave you to not know me. You know me. Benny, he knows me. Bonky knows me. Huh. I've sat down with them. I've talked. I've had long discussion. Yongicho knows me. Yongicho asked me even to write uh, 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 something for his bi- biography. He asked me to write uh, something. Then I know them. You, you can't be important. And I, 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 you don't know me. It won't happen. I will, pre- I will press. One time I met Benny, I said, this is my name. I know you forget my name. This is my name. I, I go. I don't do it. He said, no, I know. I said, no, but I want you to, you know, be refreshed. You are sitting there saying, oh, God knows me. You know, I don't know. Nobody knows me. Man, my pastor doesn't know my center, but nobody but God knows me. And then you are sitting there crying. Your mouth like a, what do you call it? Shame on you. If you want supernatural things, like blind Bartimaeus, when he heard people were passing by, he asked, what is going on? I can hear a lot of it. It's that Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. Then, then Brian Bartimaeus turned around and said to himself, Oh, the Lord has forsaken me. I shall be blind until I am dying. It is over for me. I have no hope. Is that what Brian Bartimaeus said? He started shouting. He said, Jesus, 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 thou son of David, have mercy on me. You see the exact place where he was crying, shouting. And the people came and said, hey, shh, quiet. I was spoiling the church. He's busy. This is not what you do, protocol, this, this, this. Blind Bartimaeus said, excuse me, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Sit there with your mobile looking face and your whatever. If you want, and blind Bartimaeus was healed that day. He got his miracle. He experienced the miraculous, the extraordinary, the supernatural. By, by what? By pressing. 
This man was there for 38 years without pressing. And he was there for 38 years. Others were always pressing and bypassing him. You are not going to be bypassed by anybody again in this life in Jesus' name. Self-pity is one of the dangerous enemies of your future. Self-pity. Oh, me. Nobody likes me. Me, I'm not pretty. Me, I don't fit in. I mean, I don't know that. I don't know that. They say percent. I don't know what is percent. I mean, I don't know. I don't know nothing. I don't know NATO. Wow. Everybody say, I'm pressing. Principle number one. Principle number one. After you're born again. I cannot. I want everybody to say together. Ready? Go. Fantastic. Principle number two. Wow. Principle number three. After you're born again. Mm. Miraculous. Obey, isn't it? Is it not obey? Whatever he says to you, and a miracle is going to start happening. When you hear me in the church say smile, just believe it. Smile, just start smiling. Ten people you don't know will start looking at you. Before nobody was looking at, they were all bypassing, they were all passing. Who is this angry woman? Charlie, let's keep moving. When I say smile, smile, just keep smiling. Your smile is drawing all kinds of interests. Principle number four. After you're born again, impress. Wow. Amen. Principle number five. After you're born again, you must be led by the Spirit of God. In order to experience the supernatural, the miraculous, and the ordinary. Supernatural. You must be led. When the Holy Spirit leads you, everything changes. Everything changes. Yes. You must be led. I'm not here because my father advised me to be here. No. I'm here because the Holy Spirit led me become a pastor. Teach the word. Preach the word. The Holy Spirit led me to people like Fred Price. He, 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 he even, you see, when you like somebody, yeah. you know, when you are natural, you just say, oh, I like this guy. Or I'm attracted to this person. And you, you, you even think it's something negative. Yeah. But when you are spiritual, you will sense God leading you to the person. Wow. It's, it's making you interested in that person. Always drawing you to the person. Yeah. It's very supernatural. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. Beautiful. Now, it shall come to pass. This is the last word of, uh, what is his name? Moses. Oh, no, well, you know Moses. You remember Moses? Exodus, Genesis, Leviticus, Numbers. Five books of Moses. Huh? Lot of writings and teachings. At the end of it, this is 28. He said that even though I've written a lot of things, it will come to pass that if you can't hear the voice of God. Eh? <laughs> wow. 
if, if you hear the voice to hearken to the voice, then the Lord your God will set you above which are natural. You will not be natural. You will not be like a normal nation. And everybody can see that Israel is not a normal nation. It says, by the way, it's celebrating. We were going to go to Israel this year, but this May, is, they are celebrating 70 years. Since they became a nation. Supernaturally. 1948, May 14th. Yeah. May, May, May 14th, I think. Yeah. May 14th or May 7th. I think it's May 14th. Yeah. 48 to 2018, 70 years. Against all odds. <laughs> yeah, they the first. So you, when God whispers to you, when God speaks to you, hear it well. Then you will be above a normal. See, this verse, this is the verse you can write into brackets, my colleagues. Where it says nations, write my colleagues or my equals. My co-equals. Because Israel was a nation and he was talking to them as a nation. He said, you will, the Lord will set you high, high above your equals. High above your colleagues. High above your mates. You can write mates, write mates in your Bible. You can type mates, colleagues, equals, co-equals. Anyone you are comfortable with. Fellow citizens, fellow countrymen. Brothers, sisters, classmates, huh? cousins, roommates, cosmates, workmates. Hi, but if you hear him, bedmates. Yeah, if you are married to somebody, you'll be above your mate if you hearken to the voice of the Lord. Higher than your mate. Are you listening? Isaiah 48, verse 17. Quickly. Beautiful. These are seven great principles to a supernatural life. Now, that says the Lord. The Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord thy God which teacheth thee to prophet. Which leadest thee by the way that thou shouldest go. God is leading you. Verse 19, verse 18. Oh, oh that thou had hearkened. If you had listened to my commandments. Then had thy peace been like a river. And thy righteousness. Peace. How many want peace? On this side, you want peace. Those outside, those outside, you want peace. You want peace. Peace, peace. You are going to have peace like a river. There will be no shouting in your house at all. No shouting. No, nobody will raise any voice in the house. If you listen to some people, you hear them shout, hey, this swine. What is swine? We don't know who is the swine in the house. There will be peace in your house. There will be singing in your house. There will be joy in your house. There will be laughter in your house. Peace like a river. Peace like a river. Peace like a river. Peace like a river. Amen. Amen. He said, if you are hacking to me, 
you'd have had peace like a river. Verse 19. I hope you are writing the scriptures I'm teaching you. Thy seed also would have been like the sand. You see, by listening to God, my seed are increased. It's not only my biological children that are my children. There are many more people than biological who call me father genuinely. You know, there are some people when they call you father, they might as well say Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck or any of these characters. So, Mickey Mouse, how are you? So, oh yeah, I'm fine. You see, but there are some people that if they say father or daddy or papa or whatever word, it is a true thing. It's deep. Yes. He says, then your seed will have been like the sand. Yes. So that's why I went to uh, the funeral. I, I was at the funeral this, this week. This a young, young man who died. He's my son. He's my son. That's why I went. And, and his wife is my daughter. She's, my, she's my, 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 my little girl. I have to be there. You get, it? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Your seed are plenty. Your children are plenty. When he died, I had a call. I was the first person they called. I was the first in the middle of the night. Screaming. What is it? What is going on? So, when you are obeying God, it's not only one biological child or two that are going to be your children. And at that point, children are the main thing in your life. Do you know that parents, eh, at that point, they live only because of their children. They don't have anything to do with their children. Huh? You don't know, eh? That's why they start taking up grandchildren and things because they are looking for children. <laughs> but you see, if you obey God, eh, your children will be more than... But logic, how many can you have in this day and age? Think about it. One, two, three, four. I mean, even if you want... When you have five children... You are, what are you called? A grand multip. Grand multiparous woman. Grand. Grand multip. Yes. And you know, we have a code. When we see a woman, we have a code that we used to write. P something. We have, I won't tell you. The art students, I, mean, I don't want to. I don't want to keep my secrets to the art students. But they are richer than us, you know. They should share their money small. God is going to... You, you see, a young person, somebody will call you father and you'll be, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. You'll be sur- a young person, somebody will call you father. Mother. Hey! Verse 20. and then Verse 21. 21. 21. They tested not. The supernatural. When he led them through the deserts. I, I think we don't understand desert. That's why this verse. You, you need to visit the desert. At least pray. Lift your hand and pray. Father, let us grant opportunity to go to Tunisia, Morocco, any nation with desert. So that we can understand the Bible better in Jesus name. Amen. They tested not when he led them through the deserts. He caused waters to flow out of the rock. He cleaved the rock and the waters came out. Miracles all the time. 
your, your, your father's house may be called desert in the spirit. Yes. You know Derek Prince? You know Derek Prince? Yeah. He, he, he was preaching one time. He said that one of his relatives was dying. And he said this man should have been a rich man. He said just before he died. I think a few days before he died. He said an old man in rags. He was talking about the curse of poverty. He said an old man in rags appeared in the room of his uncle or whatever. Appeared there and stood there. And the man kept coming and going. And he said, God showed him that that was the spirit of poverty that had stayed with the man throughout his life. Yes. And that he should have been far. He said, there is no reason on earth why he shouldn't have been very at a certain level. Yeah. But, and he said that any times he sees people who struggle with poverty, he remembers the old man in the rags. The old man in rags. That vision. The, 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 he said before he died, this man kept appearing. Standing in the room like that. He was standing in the room. He just appeared. Then he would disappear. And so that's the man that has followed him throughout. Whatever is following you, we cast it away in the name Amen. of Jesus. Principle number six. And we are ending. Principle number six. After you are born again, you must do the works of God in order to experience the supernatural. You must what? Do the works of God. Now, as soon as you start taking up the works of God, miracles start to happen. Mark 16 verse 15. Mark 16, 15. Mark, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. And he said to them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Okay? He that believeth and baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. Alright? And these signs shall follow. You see, the signs follow people who are doing the work. So once you start going out to do the work, signs are not just given because you are there. <laughs> Look, there is power in my life to confirm the word of God. Even financial power because of the work I'm doing. It's true. I want to preach. I want to go to the rest of the world. It, it draws supernaturally. Signs, miraculous money is drawn towards my life and my ministry. Yes. Because he said, go into the world and these signs shall follow you. So they'll follow the person who is going into the world. They don't just follow people. They're following the person who is going into the world. Yes, try hard to go into the world. Something is following him. So just as that old man in rags was following this man and made him poor, there is power that is following somebody who is trying to do the work of God. Providing a miraculous provision for his message and for the word. Yes. I believe it. I believe it. So, get yourself into the work. Yeah. John chapter 9 verse 1. 
We are ending. We are on principle number six. We have principle number seven. Jesus passed by and he saw a man who was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, who did sin? Was it this man? What's the reason for this problem? Verse three. And Jesus answered, has, this man has not sinned. This man has not sinned, but that the works of God. You see, the work of God has to happen. So God wants to do his work and do miracles. Verse 4. I must work the works. So he is going to work the works. And this man is not sick. Or in other words, this reason for the miraculous is there because of the works of God. The, the reason for the miracle, the works of God. Works have to be done. So miracle finances, miracles healing, miracle life, miracle escapes, they are all because of the great work of God that you are doing. Principle number one, quickly. What is principle number one? Wow. The miraculous and the extraordinary. Principle number two. Miraculous. Beautiful. Principle number three. Wow. Principle number four. After you, you must push and press. Mm. Principle number five. I didn't hear that. And the extraordinary. Principle number six. And the extraordinary. Principle number number. Seven, after you are born again. Are you wondering what the seventh principle is? (laughs) After you are born again, you must be sweet-spirited, joyful, and thankful in order to experience the supernatural, the miraculous, and the extraordinary. Amen. After you are born again, you must be what? Sweet-spirited, joyful, and thankful. Amen. In order to do what? Yes. And the extraordinary. John chapter 6 verse 5. When Jesus lifted up his eyes, he saw a great company come to him and said to Philip, Where are we going to buy bread? But he said this to prove him. Amen. I see your finances changing right now. Amen. I said, I see your finances changing now. Amen. And Philip said, ah, oh, we don't have even 200 uh, CDs for this food now. Huh? And one of his disciples said to him, there is a lad here which has five barley loaves, two small fishes. But what are they among so many? Jesus said, make the man sit down. Get ready for miracles. Kalama shobalaba. I receive it. And there was so much grass. 
and the number about 5,000. Now Jesus took the loaves and cast his bad fortune. Some of you are angry at the type of husband you have got. You are the five loaves and two fishes husband. And you are angry every day about this five loaves and two fishes husband. Five loaves and two fishes wife. Look at the small, look at the useless thing that I have here. What can I do with this? God forbid. Don't curse Ghana. Don't curse Ghana. Don't curse that you are born in Ghana. Or where I don't know where you are born. Ah! Look at me if I was born in Germany. Let's be serious. If you are born in Germany, you wouldn't believe in God. And you'll be ready going to hell. Look. Sweet-spirited, joyful, and thankful. Very important. One day I told somebody, this one is a good wife because she's always happy and she's smiling. And this one is not so good, always thinking, meditating, imagining, suspicious, questioning, wondering, pondering, insinuating, fearing, Huh? And what? Calculating. How many brothers would like to have a girl around you who is just happy? She's always, I mean, she, she doesn't seem to be thinking about a lot of important things. She's just flowing. How many would like after someone, when you look at the person, you're wondering that, what is, what is the issue today? What is the issue today? Like, why are you quiet today? What is the issue? God forbid that you should have such a person. Look, many times in your life, all that you have is five loaves and two fishes. It didn't only happen to Jesus and his 12 disciples. Many times throughout your whole life till you die, you may be seeing five loaves and two fishes. like something very small compared to what you need. Yeah. But you need to have a sweet spirit and you need to be joyful and you need to be thankful. And look at what happened. When this, there was joyful and he was thankful, he gave thanks rather than complaining, distributed. Let's work with what we have. He started to say, Charlie, you know what? This is our what? All the stars I have, they are what I have. All my stars, people. I so said, where do you get these people from? It's the people that I have. I have no other people that God has given me. So these are, I don't have this one from this, that, these are what I have. It's okay. I work with it. Everybody that I'm with, they are the people God has given to me. I take it like that. Five loaves and two fishes. Charlie, let's get to work. Now, so he made them sit down. Then what was about to happen? Verse 12. Keep on, keep on, brother. Keep moving. And then they said, gather up. Now, Jesus, got, they gathered up the remaining after greedy people. You know when you have a, a, a meal and you see people say, I want a bigger fish. I want this. I want that. Can I have two more fishes? Can I have extra? This. Every 
cooking. Huh? Look, you can ask caterers. You cater for 200 people. It will never be enough. Only 100 are coming. You cater for 200. It is to get finished. Those who are caterers. Gather up and look at what was left over. 12 baskets. 12 baskets. 12 baskets. Miracle manual. This miracle manual. This is miracle man. When you take out your phone, instead of cursing the phone, look at a stupid yam phone that I've got. I don't know where it is, which country it is even made. It's neither made in Korea nor America. I don't know where it is from. No? Give thanks. Now, if you go further down, you see, shh, when we go to Israel, this is one of the places I want you to see. Yes. In verse 23, it's in verse 23, it says, and I'll show this to you, because you see this sign there, Tiberias. You see the sign. You can make it. And it said that, and when other boats came from Tiberia, so we'll go to the place where Jesus fed the uh, 5,000. Then you see Tiberia somewhere else. Then people took the boats and came from Tiberias to that place. But what does he say? He said they came to the place where the Lord had given thanks. That's what was remembered about what Jesus did. That is the place that he gave thanks for this small thing. Not the place that he was angry. How many people are married and are complaining every day? Some of you complain even about your parents. If my father was rich, I was like, I was like, I I'm struggling with them, whatever. If my mother was or whatever, my mother is saying, well, I don't see what I do. If I was more beautiful than I was, if I had my hair, if I had money to buy hair, if my cheeks were longer, if my, my hair was bigger, if my hair was longer, hey! Say we are sorry. If I was only an American, now look at me, I'm a Ghanaian. Uh, Ghanaian. Ghanaian. They came to the place where the Lord had given thanks. That was the place where Jesus said, thank you for this small something. Deuteronomy 28 verse 47. Look at it. Look at it. He says, because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of your heart. See, when you serve God with joyfulness, miracles happen. Yes. Miracles. So, me, I'm happy. Somebody told me, you know, years ago, he said, you make the ministry sound so exciting. Yeah, he said, it makes it sound like some adventure. It's an adventure. It's wonderful. I was once at a place, uh, the water to bath was a brown water with worms. I said, this is exciting. There's no toilet. It's exciting. It's wonderful. Let's try something new. You get it? What did man not see before? How many go feed you? How many go feed you? Ah. <laughs> Congratulate your neighbor. I said, neighbor, 
I see the supernatural, the miraculous, and the extraordinary happening in your life from today. Follow the seven great principles for the supernatural and you see it practically in your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Stand to your feet, everybody. <laughs> principle number one on your feet. Quickly, put it up on the screen. Everybody, principle number one. After you are born again, you must begin to experience the supernatural the miraculous and the extraordinary. Receive it in Jesus' name. Number two, after you are born again, you must believe in the word of God in order to experience the supernatural, the miraculous, and the extraordinary. Number three, born again, you must obey or become obedient to the word of God in order to experience the supernatural, the miraculous, and the extraordinary. Principle number four, after you are born again, you must push and press your way in order to experience the supernatural, the miraculous, and the extraordinary. Principle number five, after you are born again, you must be led by the Spirit of God in order to experience the supernatural, the miraculous and the extraordinary. Principle number six. After you are born again, you must do the works of God in order to experience the supernatural, the miraculous and the extraordinary. I see you doing the works of God and experiencing the supernatural. And principle number seven. After you are born again, you must be sweet-spirited, joyful and thankful in order to experience the supernatural, the miraculous, and the extraordinary. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. How many of us know that a sweet spirit is important? Now look at the person next to you. You can almost tell whether it has a sweet spirit by the face that you see. Now, okay, don't look at the person. Just look straight and look with the side of your eye so that the person doesn't know you are looking. And that can really tell you what type of spirit, if it's a sweet spirit that the person has. Don't let the person know that you are looking. Just pretend like you are picking something from the ground or do something and then you see that you can sense what type of spirit the person is having. Lift your hands Father Thank you for many proclamations that have been made today We are grateful In Jesus name It will all come to pass And our lives are moving into A supernatural and miraculous mood From today In Jesus name we pray Lord Amen As every head is bowed, every eye closed If you are here this morning You want to give your life to Jesus Pastor pray with me I want to give my life to God If you are here like that Raise up your right hand. Your right. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I need to be born again. You see, the wind. You become supernatural when you when you are born again. You have a new spirit. Lift your right hand if you want to be born again. God bless you. 
If you have lifted your hand, you want to be born again, you want to give your life to Jesus. Come. I'm counting up to 10. Come to the front here. And I'm going to pray with you. Come. Come. Come quickly. Bless you. Let him have his way. Come on to Jesus. Give him your life. Give him your life. Lift your hands. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I give my life to you. Please wash away my sins with the blood of Jesus. From today, I open my heart. I receive Jesus as my Savior, my Master, and my Lord. Please write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name. Please write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name I pray. Please write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name I pray. Please write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name I pray. I believe in your blood. I believe in your salvation. Today, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And amen. 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 God bless you. I want to give you one of my books. It's called Key Facts. For new Christians. Everybody who is a new believer must have this book. It's very important. Key facts for new believers. On Good Friday, I'm going to give one book. Which one should I give? This one, How to Be Born Again and Avoid Hell, How to Be a Strong Christian, or read your. Which one? Key facts. I should give this one. Good Friday. To everybody. Everybody's going to go home with a book. Yes. Good Friday. All right. Lift your book up. Let me pray with you. Father, say after me. Father, thank you for saving me. Please write my name. In the book of life. From today. I am a child of God. Say I am a child of God. I will serve God. And I will follow Jesus. Thank you Lord. Please wash away my sins. With the blood of Jesus. Thank you Lord. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. God bless you. When we close. Come to this red box here. Salvation corner. Come with your book. If you come with this, we will allow you to come there. If you don't come with this, we will not allow you there. So come with this as soon as we close. For just five minutes, you'll be blessed. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated, everybody. It's time for communion. Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Drink, this is my blood, which was shed for you. It's my flesh.
shall live forever and the bread that I will give is my flesh and I will give for the life verse 53 Jesus said to them verily I say to you except you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood you have no life in you amen Do you know why Jesus preached this? Some of the best messages are out of painful experiences. This message came because he made, he multiplied the bread, the five loaves and two fishes. Remember it was John chapter 6. This is John chapter 6. So after he multiplied, they came because of the bread. You see, that's when he turned the whole message and said, no, my flesh is the bread you need. (laughs) So, he he, he turned the message around because the people were wicked. And he wanted them to know the real truth. That the real bread you need is his flesh. And the real drink you need is not the water that they gave them on that day from the Sea of Galilee, but his blood. Except you eat the flesh of the Son of God and then drink his blood, you don't have life. The people were bored <laughs> because they had heard of bread miracles. They came for more. I said, Oh, my blood is eat my eat my eat my body. Today, if you believe, you start to see miracles in your life. So this communion, eh, don't take it lightly. We now believe that when we take this bread, we are experiencing something supernatural. Real meat, real flesh, real drink. One day somebody was sick and then a, a, a particular drug medicine was recommended. When I saw the drug, I was shocked. Very small. One of the smallest tablets. And I said, this small thing can save somebody's life. I said, wow. You know, normally tablets, we know the size. You know, this one was, was like about small, much smaller than the normal. Very small like this. This is a small thing. Yeah. It works. So this small bread we are eating. This small wine. Turn into something supernatural, something powerful in your life. Stand to your feet. When I see the blood, oh, I will pass over you, Father. We stand before you, we receive something so powerful, something so miraculous. 
something so great will never be the same again. We take in the bread that will give us really life. Thank you, Jesus. We receive the power that comes by eating of this bread. We love you and we thank you. The body of Jesus Christ. are lying on the shore as dead as the Egyptians were dead whatever demonic power has fought you I declare its conclusion is death by this blood as you pass through the Red Sea the blood of Jesus washes and cleanses you you are free from captivity you are free from demonic powers receive power in your life the blood of Jesus lift your hands for your blessing just as the Israelites passed through the Red Sea but they were not drowned I declare that whatever you are passing through today, whatever you are going through, will not be able to drown you. Will not be able to kill you. And will not be able to finish you. In Jesus name. Receive divine escapes from all natural and supernatural enemies. Whatever has targeted you, this year to finish you this year to kill you this year to put you in the grave this year in the name of Jesus I repel it I say I repel it in Jesus name you are escaping the walls of water Yes, Lord. you are escaping the swords of your enemy yes, Lord. you are escaping the chariots of your enemy I declare you are escaping the spears of your enemy. I declare you are escaping the whips of your enemy. I declare you are escaping the bondage of your enemy. I declare you are escaping the prisons of your enemy. I declare you are escaping the ropes of your enemy. Be free in the name of Jesus. Whatever haunts you, professor, and frightens you, yes, and oppresses you, yes. Today marks the end of it. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Lift your hand and thank God for his great blessing. That is upon your life. As you have received the body and the blood, you have received true life. Thank you, Jesus. We give thanks. By the power of giving thanks, we honor you. And we thank you for five loaves and two fishes in our hand. With a sweet spirit and with joyfulness and with thankfulness, we overcome the highest enemy and the greatest forces that have been unleashed against us today 
in the mighty, powerful name of Jesus Christ. And everyone shouted, Amen. We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you. Something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. 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 An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space Space. to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped boat neck sweaters. sweaters. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha, through October 13th. The Container Store, where space comes from. Something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. Closet. An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space Space. to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped boat neck sweaters. sweaters. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha, through October 13th. The Container Store, where space comes from.